Trapcast Express. Trapcast Express. It's Tuesday, January 23rd, 2018. Who says Novus Ordo Ecumenists don't believe in converting people? Writing in the official newspaper of the Unholy See, the Osservatore Romano, the Vatican's chief ecumenist, Cardinal Kurt Koch, has said that he wants people to convert to ecumenism. Here's a quote from the article provided by the Catholic Herald on January 18th, quote, So that the evangelizing task can be carried out in a credible way, the church itself continually needs a self-evangelization that includes conversion to the ecumenical search for Christian unity, unquote. Now, it's funny, but this is exactly the argument that was rejected by Pope Pius XI in his 1928 encyclical Against Ecumenism, Mortalium Animos, quote, All Christians, they add, they being the ecumenists, all Christians, they add, should be as one, for then they would be much more powerful in driving out the pest of irreligion, which, like a serpent, daily creeps further and becomes more widely spread and prepares to rob the gospel of its strength. The manifold churches or communities, if united in some kind of universal federation, would then be in a position to oppose strongly and with success the progress of irreligion." Unquote. And the Pope goes on to forcefully rebut all these ecumenical efforts, rejecting them entirely in favor of only one thing, the return of all the baptized to the Roman Catholic Church, outside of which there is no salvation. No other kind of religious unity is possible or desirable. In other news, for all those who were putting their hopes in Cardinal Raymond Burke, well, those hopes have now been shattered. In an interview published yesterday, January 22nd, with the Catholic World Report, Mr. Burke says, quote, It is a source of anguish for me to hear this, people suggesting that I would lead a schism. I will never be part of any schism, even if I should be punished within the church for what I in good conscience am trying to do to teach the Catholic faith and to defend it as I am obliged to do, first of all as a Christian, but even more so as a bishop and a cardinal of the church. I will never abandon the Catholic church because it is the church founded by our Lord Jesus Christ." Unquote. See, that's the problem with accepting the idea that France's apostate club in the Vatican is the Roman Catholic Church. It is not, and I don't know what else Francis has to do to prove it. But hey, now there's going to be another one of those quasi-traditionalist conferences in Rome. The headline at the National Catholic Register is, Major Conference Planned on Divisions in Church, Papal Infallibility. In his report, Vaticanist Edward Penton writes, quote, One of the late Cardinal Carlo Caffara's last wishes to have an international conference to examine ways to resolve the current crisis of division in the Church will take place in Rome in early April, the Register has learned. Details have yet to be officially released, but the conference is expected to explore the limits of papal infallibility as well as seek ways to overcome the division in the Church, exacerbated by what many see as pastoral and doctrinal confusion on key moral issues. 
The upcoming conference is expected to also debate a related subject, the limits of papal power, amid concerns that Pope Francis is leading the church in a direction that they consider to be a departure from the faith, continuity, and tradition, and that he is doing so in an authoritarian fashion and without unanimous consent of bishops, unquote. In other words, it sounds like they're once again going to be flirting with the heresy of Gallicanism, which was definitively rejected at the First Vatican Council in 1870 in favor of Ultramontanism. You know, it's a real shame that they're always trying to tinker with the Catholic teaching on the papacy, on papal authority, the papal primacy, and the limits of papal infallibility. What does infallibility have to do with any of this? Almost nothing. You know, what they should be doing is organizing a conference not on, ooh, how we can water down Catholic teaching on the papacy, but a conference on the status of Jorge Bergoglio, Pope Francis. That, at least, would be the right start. And speaking of him, just today it's being reported that Francis has ordered two underground bishops in China to step aside in favor of Chinese government-backed communist bishops. Now that really shows Francis' true colors. Asia News reports as follows, quote, The Holy See has asked Bishop Peter Zhuang Jianjian of Shantou in southern Guangdong province to retire in order to give way to an excommunicated bishop, while another Vatican-appointed bishop was asked to downgrade himself as the assistant of an illicit bishop. This is the second time in three months that the Holy See made the resignation demand on Bishop Zhuang, who was secretly ordained in 2006 with Vatican approval. Unquote. In case you're not familiar with what this is about, here's a quick review. China became communist in 1949. After a few years, they began fiercely persecuting the Catholic Church and suppressing the true Catholic hierarchy. In 1957, the Chinese government founded what's called the Chinese Patriotic Catholic Association, which was basically a pseudo-Catholic organization that retained the name Catholic but was completely subservient to the communist government and entirely independent from the Holy See. So it was basically a Chinese national communist church that calls itself Catholic. Well, before long, anyone in China who wanted to be Catholic was required by law to join that pseudo-Catholic communist organization, which usurped the Catholic dioceses, imprisoned the legitimate bishops, and instead appointed and installed their own communist puppet bishops. Pope Pius XII, of course, intervened. He excommunicated the false bishops and made clear that the Chinese Catholic Patriotic Association was not Catholic, but schismatic and communist, and he wrote an encyclical entitled Ad Apostolorum Principis, released on June 29, 1958, which also turned out to be his last encyclical. Those real Chinese Catholics who remained faithful to the Holy See and refused to join the pseudo-Catholic Communist Church went into hiding and suffered the most severe persecutions. Anyone who was discovered to be a part of the true underground church, especially clergy, was imprisoned, tortured, or executed, and that's still going on today. And despite all this, though, a good number of Catholics have remained faithful. 
And so what Francis just did here, by telling two bishops of the underground church to step aside in favor of the government bishops, it, he, he just sided with the commies and betrayed all those underground people who have heroically opposed the Communist Patriotic Association for all these years. Now, at this point, of course, the underground church is, of course, Novus Ordo, since they're in communion with the Vatican II sect. But really, we'll leave that aside for now, because that's not the point here. The point is that Francis has once again betrayed people who are trying to be faithful Catholics, no matter the consequences, and have shown it that they're willing to suffer any consequences in order to be Catholic. Now, you might call it backstabbing, what Francis did here, but... I think front-stabbing is more accurate. The man is a monster. Tradcast Express is a production of Novos Ordo Watch. Check us out at tradcast.org, and if you like what we're doing, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution at novosordowatch.org slash donate.